Thank you, Holy Spirit, we praise you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, we thank you today. We bless your name. Hallelujah. With excitement, we enter into your presence, O oh Lord, today. With joy, we say thank you, Father. With joy, we say thank you, Holy Spirit. With joy, we say thank you, our God and our Maker. Holy One of Israel, we thank you. Holy One of Israel, we thank you. King of kings, we thank you. Lord of lords, we praise you. Hallowed be thy name, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. You are the mighty God, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. Excellent is your name. It's his holy name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Our Father and our God, we are here. At your name and by your name. O Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. You will manifest yourself to us today in your word in the name of Jesus. You will see us through today in your word in the name of Jesus. Lord God Almighty, we pray that today in the name of Jesus, the light of your word will reach unto our souls in the name of Jesus. And we lighten our darkness, that is, give us enlightenment. Give us the light, O God, for our life. Through your word in the name of Jesus. Let your word give us life in the name of Jesus. The Father in the name of Jesus, all of us that are hearing and are speaking, each of us will be blessed today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. We give you glory and honor. We give you adoration and power. With eternal glory unto you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Anointing fall on us. Anointing fall on us. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on us. Anointing fall on us. Anointing fall on us, anointing fall on us, anointing fall on us. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on us, anointing fall on us. Holy Ghost, do it again, do it again in our lives. Open eyes to see Jesus seated upon the throne. Lift up your voice to sing. Holy Ghost, do it again, do it again in Allah. Eyes, open eyes to see Jesus seated upon the throne. 
Holy Ghost, thank you in the name of Jesus. We bless you because we know you are here. You will teach us your word in the name of Jesus. We pray that, Lord, you sanctify this atmosphere and sanctify our gathering by your spirit power in the name of Jesus. So cause with your blood. So cause in your blood. So our lips and our tongues in your blood. In the name of Jesus. Let our mouth speak wisdom. Speak, speak power. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, thank you for anointing our lips so God to speak. Blessed be your name. Thank you for bringing us to this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is so good to us. Today we are starting a seminar and we have to welcome every one of us unto this time and this day. We bless the Lord for everything that he has been doing with us in this ministry. You're welcome to the Fruitful Family Foundation with the banner of a Family Faith Clinic with Paul and Grace. We thank God for you being there with us, for downloading our messages. We bless the Lord for your life. Thank you for reaching to us. You're reaching us through our link, the Fruitful Family Foundation, uh, the So we thank God for your life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Today is another beautiful day when we want to, when we believe in the Lord, that the Lord will teach us his word in the name of Jesus. To God be the glory. We want to go straight into the word of God on marriage covenant. Marriage covenant. Hallelujah. Marriage covenant is uh, the topic of our message. Uh, it's a seminar form of seminar today. And by the grace of the Lord, we want to believe in the Lord that this is the part one. Uh, because the Lord has ministered to us in various dimensions. The, the, the dimension of today is just one part of it. I want to speak about. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. We want to quickly say and begin by saying that God's age pattern for marriage can never be expired. The societal experiences, what you're experiencing in this society, cannot change divine standard for marriage. It remains valid and it remains established forever. Uh, it is solid as God himself, as solid as God himself who instituted, instituted it. All the changes that you are having in the world today cannot change it. Though the world may change and the world system may introduce things that are different from what God had established in marriage. It has not been working, of course. Only what can work for marriage is to follow the pattern that God laid down for the marriage. The marriage of any, any set of people, the marriage of nation, the marriage of any, any country or any, from, uh, in any country or any tribe or any nation, the principle and the pattern for marriage still remain the same everywhere. I mean, God's pattern for marriage still remains the same. Any nation that does not follow 
or anybody, any any family, any group, any tribe that does not follow the pattern of God in marriage, will not enjoy the blessing thereof. And we find that that the marriage uh, covenant, uh, as God as as old as God is, uh, God will still continue to prove Himself as the author of marriage, and returning unto Him for the for 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 for, for, his, uh, for following the pattern of His in marriage is what pays off for every one of us. So by the grace of the Lord, today we are going to go into what are those things that constitute marriage? What is the divine standard for it? How did it all begin? What is it that the Lord is expecting from every one of us as a member of family or couple in marriage? We want to check the, the divine pattern for the, of the Lord through the word of the Lord because the word of the Lord is, it, it, it remains the anchor for every principle and everything to follow about marriage. I mean the word of God. So God's pattern remains the only best and only possible means of having a lasting victories and prosperity and the future for any family or tribes or nation and the church. So God's own pattern remains the only and the best possible means of having a lasting victories. Having lasting victory and prosperity. Uh, by, the, by the grace of the Lord, we know that the Lord is going to teach us or, or take us from, uh, from, from what we don't know to the known. So that after this time, we'll be able to uh, um, adjust ourselves. And where we need repentance, we repent. And where we have to uh, turn unto God for mercy, we will turn unto God for mercy. Because today, by the grace of the Lord, God is going to turn us around in our marriages through this message, we believe. Because the neglect of divine pattern for marriage will always lead to catastrophe. Because if we neglect it, to follow the pattern of the law for marriage, it will not be it not it will not go well for us. We won't enjoy the bliss and what God really have in mind to bring uh, uh, to, to, to create home or marriage. So don't forget God God have he asked pattern for marriage. He showed us in his word. We will check that word where we find the mind of the Lord for marriage. To God be the glory. Amen in Jesus' name. So, but when we are talking about marriage, God's pattern for marriage, we have to understand, also, of course, what is the purpose for marriage. Many teachers have taught us and it still remains that we have not been taught well until, or we have not, we, we, we cannot stop teaching about marriage until we have uh, everything that God wants us to have in marriage. 
and more so we find out that many of us have not really had all those glorious things that God has decided to give to us in marriage. So, and we want to have them. And we believe in the Lord, that the Lord God Almighty, by his mercy, will offer us all those things that he has paid the price for by the death of his son, Jesus Christ. Because what God sent Jesus Christ to, to do on earth here, you see, he started his ministry from family, showing that he came for family. Everything, everything about God on earth here is about family. For God to do anything, for God to execute his counsel and purpose and, and, and projects, he will do it through marriage. That's the reason why marriage must not be entered into wrongly. It should be entered into by God. So that God by his, uh, uh, God in his, uh, in his projects, we come in, uh, in contact with us and we come into our marriage to fulfill his project on earth. Because any marriage that is not serving God's purpose or not here is not the marriage that God designed or God designs. So that's why we must not, we cannot say we have learned enough or we have heard enough about marriage. Whatever it is, God will still want to teach us and He will want us to know more. So let us now uh, be attentive and be ready to learn more about what God meant and what God wants us, want for us, want from us uh, in marriage. So for your marriage and my marriage, we should ask our question and answer it also. Am I, are we fulfilling divine agenda in our marriage? Is God bringing his purpose to bear through my marriage? Is the counsel of the Lord being fulfilled through my marriage? What the Lord is uh, designed marriage for, is my marriage really fulfilling it? If the heaven should visit me or visit us in, my marriage, in our marriage, will he endorse us as doing well? Or will he approve our marriage as a modern marriage or as a usable marriage in his hands? Because until the Lord begins to fulfill some, some, I mean, a vital project of his or not here through our marriage, the marriage is not yet successful. A successful marriage is a marriage where God is able to walk through, speak through, uh, contact, and even live in or dwell in. So when a marriage is open for God to walk and to act, and that is the marriage that God has designed for himself, and by the grace of the Lord, we pray our marriage will fall in line in the name of Jesus. We will not disappoint God in the name of Jesus. Because every marriage on that air, especially, let me categorically say it, that marriage of believers in Christ. Marriage of believers in Christ. Those who know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. We are talking about, when we are talking about the covenant of marriage, we are talking about those who have personal relationship with God as individual, couple, a marriage. Because it is when our marriage is in the light of the gospel of, the war, of Jesus Christ or is born through the gospel of Jesus Christ that we can be sure of having a good foundation for 
in, in our marriage where God can work because individual partner in marriage have encountered God first before they, they enter into marriage. Because if you have not encountered God as husband before you marry or as wife before you marry, uh, uh, it will not, it will not, uh, you will not enjoy it. In fact, what we are seeing here today is a practical thing because we found out that even if you said that you want to enter into marriage without being, without, without knowing the Lord, you will, you will negatively influence that marriage in a way because you will not understand. Neither will you be able to comprehend with what transpires in marriage because marriage is a uh, is spiritual and uh, and it should be, it should remain so because if marriage will be marriage then it must be spiritualized first marriage that is not spiritualized but that is entered into naturally we are not talking of uh, uh, we are not saying categorically that, that those marriage are not valid of course there are some valid marriage that they enter there naturally but it is better and it is the best for us to spiritualize marriage. And then every member of the family of, I mean, of marriage should be spiritualized, should be spiritual rather. So because when you are spiritual enough to understand the mind of God and the word of God and the heart of God for you before you enter into marriage, then you and your partner will enjoy it. Because God had been your friend, personal friend before you enter into marriage, each individual of you then you will enjoy it. You'll be able to cope. But if each of you have not encountered God, neither have you known God and you enter into marriage, in fact, um, well, His grace will speak for you in the name of Jesus. His mercy will speak for you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, let's go in now. Let's go now systematically. Now, what are those God's purpose for marriage? What are the purpose of God for marriage? We should understand it. Number one, marriage is for establish, establishment of divine counsel on earth. To establish divine counsels on earth. God, God has projects. He has reason for bringing two people together. Any marriage, every marriage on earth here is for a purpose. When you look at the scripture and you find out those people that got uh, that, that that we read about how they came together, you find out that that later and later and later they are alive, they, they, they are functioning somewhere. They, their marriage was functioning somewhere and for something about God. So now, until today, marriage is just like that: is to fulfill a project, to fulfill a divine counsel. Amen. God is not bringing both of you together because He just wants you to live. And to dwell, to be a child, to, 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 uh, to work and earn money, and so on and so forth. Your marriage must be fulfilling something in the, in the divine agenda of God on earth. So every marriage must be, must be speaking. God must be speaking, must be able to speak his voice and the word we and the whole world we hear through marriage. So we should, we should first of all know that marriage is established by God to fulfill a divine counsel on earth. When you see our, our father, our, 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 our forefather, um, head and mother, 
the Lord created, the Lord made Eve for him, for him, I mean Adam, in order to fulfill a divine project given unto, that God has begun on that year. Mm. So God called Adam and he put him in the garden to dress and to keep it. To dress and to keep it. So that's the assignment, that's a project. God has made the world and made it fine and beautiful. And the Bible said, Behold, all things that God made are, be, are, are good. All, those, all the things that God, and God sees that all things that he made were good. Perfect also. And uh, yet, God still needed somebody to do what? To dress and to keep that good thing. Those good things that God has made in marriage, I mean, through marriage. Meaning that marriage is good itself. Because if it is if it is not good, it will not be given that assignment of keeping or perfecting that which is good. Of course, when God created, created everything good, God designed it that it should be made perfect through marriage. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. God designed that marriage should be made to make things good things that He made perfect. Hallelujah. So good, good things that God made in marriage or not here, sorry, good things that God made or not here is expected to be perfected through marriage. So until Jesus comes, marriage will still be used to fulfill divine purpose and cancer. Number two, for the purpose of bringing man and woman in bond of covenant relationship with God. God designed it that the man and the woman will come in bond of covenant relationship with him. That's why we said a marriage, I mean, every member of the, of every a, a couple, a, 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 every couple, sorry, each couple in the marriage should have encountered God, should have, should have known God. Because when you encounter God, you have established a covenant relationship with him first. But for both of you now to come together and establish the same, it has a work that goes into it. Because when God made covenant with you, before you go into marriage, before you uh, 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 meet your husband or meet your wife, we believe, because we are talking about the marriage of believers or the marriage of children of God. Because the only, where we, the only place where we can have perfect marriage or let me say good marriage. God bless you, Freda. God bless you, Freda. Welcome. God bless you. The Lord bless you. Now, so for both of you that entered this entry into marriage, you are entering into marriage first because you have had an, a relationship with God. So you have had a relationship with God. It is when you now enter into marriage that there will be covenant, tone of covenant in your marriage. Then both of you we now, are, we now come together in bond of that covenant relationship with God. So God is bringing, he has called us into marriage in order to develop relationship with us. A, a, a covenant relationship with us. So that each of us, whatever God wants to do through us, God will have ways of doing it. You know, we said that, what, at the first instance, we said that for the marriage, marriage is a is established to, to fulfill divine counsel of God on earth here. Yeah. So we said number two, marriage is uh, it has the purpose of bringing man and, and woman in bond of covenant, covenant relationship with God so that 
God will develop a, a covenant relationship with individual individual that have been living together now. I mean, living apart now. They are coming together then. So, which means that what transpired, the relationship that transpired between you and God before you were married, now when you come together and you marry together, then there is a, there is a covenant relationship that God will renew. And then be, with, with that, with that, God will now hand over to you your own assignment as married couple that God, God wants you to fulfill on earth for him. Don't forget that we started by saying that every marriage is designed to fulfill a divine agenda or not here. And we have asked ourselves, is my marriage really fulfilling divine agenda? Are we living to fulfill what God wants us to fulfill or not here? Praise the Lord. Now, another one is this. For, for the yoking together of the two in bond of divine covenant. You may you 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 may you may think that um, we, are, we are repeating the sec the first one the second one we say no. Now it is when God is able to yoke us together, two two of us that are different and different gender, yoke us together, and then He successfully bring us into the bond of that of His own covenant, and that covenant of His is working in us and with us. God is able to perform. Is able to. He's able to do everything that he wants to do through us. The husband who is given an assignment or not here is helping the wife to fulfill, his, to fulfill her own that is given. Amen. The husband has had a covenant. The wife has had a covenant with the Lord and each of them is now coming together and God is now coming in between them and binding them together, yoking them together neck to neck, feet to feet. Hallelujah. Amen. Spirit to spirit. Yeah. Huh? One. With God. Hallelujah. So that is it. So for, for the yoking together of the two in bond of divine covenant relationship with one another. Are you listening to me now? The first one is to have to have covenants to establish covenant relationship with God. You know, we are talking about the purpose of marriage. To, to, for, for, to bring man and woman together to have a covenant relationship with him. But now, the, yoke, the, yoke, the, the third one is talking about yoking together of the two in bond of divine covenant relationship with one another. That is, he has a covenant. He brings her own covenant to my own, to my given covenant, and she brings his own. I mean, she, she brings her own to the one that the Lord given to, gave to me. Like when I met my, my partner, hallelujah, she has heard things that the Lord spoke to her about because we met ourselves in old age. And to God be the glory for that. Amen in Jesus' name. So, and the Lord God has spoken to her, given her assignments, multiple things that God spoke to her. And when we came together, we found out that God spoke to, to us in different time and different ways. Yet, all those things that God gave to her and mine tally together. It doesn't contradict one another. Why? Because God himself located us from where we are, I from one from north, another from south. And he brought the two together from north and south of the country in order to fulfill a project, in order to fulfill a council, in order, in order that each of us will now come together in covenant relationship with one another to fulfill divine agenda. Meaning that 
my relationship with her or her relationship with me is just for the purpose of establishing that which the Lord wants to do. It's not for us to be a child. So marriage is not for child bearing only. You may be a child in you bear children in marriage. And you, huh? mm-hmm. and you and you may not. Yet only what God is willing is that everything that He wants to do or perform through you as individual in marriage is is not being stopped. God is succeeding through us. Hallelujah. And then another purpose for marriage, this number four, is for for the for multiply for multiply. For multiplying godly seed, for multiplication of godly seed on earth, God wants to bring godly seed on earth. He wants to bring in children eh, that knows the Lord and serve the Lord. He wants us to nurture children in his way. He wants to, he want to establish children that we uh, uh, multiply his righteousness on earth. Yeah. And that brings us to the fifth one. For establishing righteousness and godliness on earth. So you see, when, when the father or the mother or the parents, which are the couples now, uh, when, they, when they know God and they, have relate, they are related to God and they have the covenant with God, their children also will fall in line. Thereby, through their parents, the children will learn to know what righteousness is. And they will learn to follow that which the Lord have taught their, 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 their parents. They will fall in line naturally. Now, so another one, this is sixth one. For God to judge the evil world of disobedience through the obedience of the two. For God to do what? To judge the evil world of, of disobedience through the obedience of the two. Amen in Jesus' name. When, the, when, when each of them that's the reason, well, that was the reason, maybe we don't know, that the reason why God test, God permitted the devil to test the, the woman uh, was to try him, I mean to try her, and to know who she is and what is in her, how he would respond to, to obedience, how she would respond, she respond in obedience unto God. Because she has been taught by her husband, by her husband that they should not eat that fruit. So God permitted the devil to come to her. And he came to her as she was tested. So like, like them, each of us will be tested also to see and to know how we are going to obey God. How we are going to respond unto God when he asks us for something. Because when we come together, when we are living alone and apart, it is easier to do things that God asks us to do. But when we have come together, then the, the man or the, the, the man and the woman have to carry one as themselves together, I mean along in taking decision. So now, if they can successfully take decision together about what God wants them to do, and, and that is that that means that God is ruling and reigning, and everything that God wants to, want to do to do through them shall be successfully done. To God be the glory. Amen. So God will permit test at times in marriage. He can test your wife. He can test you, the husband. He can throw anything your way in order for you to know, in order for God to know who you are. That is God's own character. God's character is to test. 
and he was he's looking for only one thing in testing, looking for obedience that was lost at the beginning. Until until God come, uh, until Jesus Christ come come uh, come comes back, God will sit with will be testing people, because it's our it was obedience that they, that that they lost at that time, and disobeyed along with the disobeyed disobeyed one that is the devil, who was disobedient and was multi want to multiply disobedience, so God will want to test you. He can test you with many things, and God can test you as couple with many things. He can even test you with with uh, lack of children eh? at the beginning. He can test some family with poverty. Eh? So, so that God will want to see the way each one of them will respond and answer him back before you begin to visit them. God would deny them of eating the apple. He didn't mean it that they would not eat it. Amen. It is for eating. God meant it for eating. But God want them to give that apple unto him and give it to him as, as if God is the one who owns this one. He didn't want us to touch it. He didn't want us to own it. So, you want to test their obedience. That was how God tests us also. Until, 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 until Christ comes, I, I repeat, he will, he will still continue to test us in marriage. So, whatever you are passing through in your marriage might be God's own test for you, for your promotion. So that whether you are going to obey God for your promotion or you are going to disobey God for your demotion. whatever demotion. But I pray that by the grace of the Lord, you will, you will pass this test in Jesus' name. Whatever trials that your marriage is in, whatever thing that you are experiencing in marriage, God himself will see you through unto victory in Jesus' mighty name. So don't forget that we said that, that is number, number six, that for God to judge the evil world of disobedience. Through the obedience of the two. So when, when both of you, you didn't connive with the devil to disobey God, God will be looking at you. There are a lot of things that God is testing, testing many families with, and they didn't know that God was testing them. And many have failed because of that. Mm-hmm. We're only calling, you're calling our attention to this. So, so that when, when we're having trials in our homes, in our family, or challenges rather in our families, let us take it as God's word, God's test. For us, whether we are going to obey him or disobey him at the last, whether we are going to look for another another option apart from God's option, Amen. The Lord help us in Jesus' name, Please, because sir, kept on saying, it is he kept on saying testing. Does yeah. God test, or what is the difference between tempting and testing? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. You answer it also. <laughs> Amen. The devil tempts to cause you to fall. Yes. So that you can be cursed like himself. Yeah. But God tells you to see how much you love him. That is it. How obedient you are. That is it. So that you're you're promoted. That is it. So there are two different things. God has good intent intention for testing. Yes. But the devil has a bad intention for tempting. Yes. So God tells you to promote you. And if you look through the Bible. Whosoever God allows to pass through tests is always for promotion. Just like if you are going from, if you are to move from primary one to primary two, you must be tested. Do you know what I've been teaching you? Do you, are you have you have you absorbed them? That is what God does. He doesn't test to demote or to cause you to fall, but rather 
to be promoted. Thank Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. We are happy to hear that as an emphasis that God, every test that you are passing through or the trial you are passing through, especially if your marriage is by God, is just for your promotion. Yeah. And you will be promoted soon in the name of Jesus Amen. because you will not fail by his grace. Amen. So the last one on this issue of uh, the purpose of God for marriage is that, number f- the last one, for God to bear rule and exercise authority through, I mean, through an, an, an exercise authority over the whole world through uh, marriage. God wants to bear rule. He wants to exercise authority. And he want to rule through the marriage. So don't forget, when the two are in obedience to God and they are following God, following his word, following divine principle, and, and all such things that honors God, that is where God can bear rule over that family. God can freely, freely come in that, through that family and do things that are strange even to the world of darkness. And make the word of darkness to know that because where God really wants to have power is through homes and through marriage. Where God wants to rule the whole world is through marriage. That was why when he created them, the Bible said he blessed them and said, be fruitful and do what? And multiply and replenish, subdue and bear rule over the world, over all the world, over all the earth and everything that is, that is in the earth. For you to know that God wants them in authority with him so that he will be ruling through them and he will be bearing rule. By the grace of the Lord, God will restore our marriage to this position. We are God can freely come in and rule over principalities and powers. So our marriage, our home supposed not to be the place where Satan has filled day and just, and just establish his throne and do his own thing freely there. No, our marriage should counter the works of the devil. Because that is where that is uh, that, that is where God rules from. So when our marriage becomes, becomes God's own throne, where He rules from freely, then that marriage is really speaking volume about God's counsel being fulfilled on earth. Yeah, and we pray that God will make it, make it so for us in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. You see, as covenant is always between two people. Now, we want to now go about the issue of covenant. What, we, what are we talking about when we are talking about covenant of marriage? Amen. Covenant of marriage. Marriage, I mean, covenant is always between two people. Isn't it? It's always between two people. One person cannot say he have a covenant with himself. It's between two people. Now, this is God's divine principle for marriage. Now, how can the two who are coming together now Become what? Become uh, a, a, a partner or partner together with God in his covenant that he wants to establish on earth. Because it is, it is when God, the covenant of God is thriving. Hallelujah. And the nature of the person that, covenant, that is covenanting with man is uh, God is not man. Huh? Yet, he wants man in his covenant. And if you don't understand, if you understand who God is, that God is spirit, who is having covenant, or want to have covenant with both of us together. So God did this in order to make it successful. So he wanted the two to become one, to become one. 
To become what? To become one. So one plus one with God in, 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 in marital mathematics is what? One plus one is what? Is one. Hallelujah. So for God to bring the two with himself into the bond of covenant, then the two must become one. For God to do what? For God to bring the two with himself into the bond of covenant, the two, the two, into the bond of covenant, they must be one. Let's progress. In the book of Matthew chapter 19, verse 3, we, we dwell in that scripture very well. But um, let's read, let's, let's read it. Uh, Matthew chapter 19, chapter 19, from verse 3 to 6. And the Pharisees, okay, read it for me. Yes. And the, the Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? For I said, I answered and said unto them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? Five. And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Mm-hmm. Six. Wherefore, there are no more twain, but one flesh. Mm-hmm. What therefore God that joined together, let no man put asunder. There are some uh, facts or truths that we want to bring out of those uh, three scriptures we have read, or three verses we have read. Three, four, five, and six. Okay, four verses. We want to bring out some facts there. Don't forget that we said that God is bringing two together to become one with him. So that it become, the two will become one, and God, another person, another, another party, one. Making God and one, I mean, one person in two people, amen. One person in, in two people becoming one. It's a mystery. And it's a mystery that must be fulfilled. Hallelujah. It's a mystery that must be unraveled. Our life as individual, individual covenant partner in marriage is a mysterious life because of the kind of the kind of person that brought us into this relationship with him, which is God. Because God is mysterious himself. And if you understand God's being mysterious in his things, so we must understand his mind also in order to walk in line, to fall in line with what he wanted to perform and he want to, he want to do through us by bringing the two together. We will talk about some things. Just let me read this. He said, this is the mystery of God behind marriage until, until this age long divine, uh, divine purpose or pattern of God is fulfilled in marriage. There will be no progress and divine purposes will be defeated. That is my own note here that I wrote. Eh? This, this is the mystery of God behind marriage. And until this, this age long divine purposes of God and pattern of God is fulfilled in marriage. There will be no progress and divine purposes will be defeated. So when the two have not become one, 
it is difficult for God to, for the covenant of God to walk through them. So the mystery behind God bringing one plus one to become one is what we want to really talk about today. So that each of us as member of, as partner in marriage, we we, 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 when we learn what we have to do and uh, then we will be able to decide whether we are going to give God way or not. So if I must be one with my wife and I must be one with my husband in order to fulfill, order to fulfill divine agenda, then, then, huh, hallelujah, I have work to do. Each of us have work to do. So, because until this one plus one become one, there will be no progress. The reason why there is no progress in marriage is just because of that. They were living in segregation, living apart. And the enemy is having field day on that because he wanted to make them to fall apart from one another so that the counsel and the purpose of God will not be fulfilled and so that they too will not be blessed, so that breakthrough will not be. The reason why we have backwardness, defeats, Poverty in our nation today is because of this. Because if we can be brought together as one with God, it is when we are one that God will be able to fulfill his divine agenda. But many of us, we did not know all this. We still encourage, encourage the enemy to steal from us, to retard us, and to, make us, to bring us backward through our conduct. In our marriage, we have to we have to escape all this. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. We have to come to the to term with this word, so that God will be able to do what He want to do. For the covenant and purpose to be established in your home, the word of God recommends in Matthew 19, where we read that there must be these three elements: the element of living, cleaving. And becoming one flesh. The element of what? Living, cleaving, and becoming one flesh. But verse, but verse 6 is the foundation for these three elements. The element of living, cleaving, and becoming one flesh as its foundation in what you read in verse 6. Help me read verse 6 there, ma. Verse 6, what does it say? Wherefore, wherefore, they are no more twin. They are no more twin, but one flesh. But one flesh. What therefore God are joined together, together. Let, let not no man put asunder. Can you hear that one? What that is God at whatever therefore God has joined together. Let no man put put asunder. It means that to be to live, to cleave, and become one flesh must be based on the fact that God has brought the two together. Yeah. It must be based on the, based on the fact that it is God's own marriage. Mm. It is God's own designed marriage. It is God who showed the man the wife and the woman. It is God who showed the man to the wife. It is God who endorsed them. It is only then they can cleave and uh, they can live and cleave and become one flesh successfully. So that this covenant of God that we are talking of will be, will be working. So that's the reason why youths that are marrying should never dare to marry anybody 
that God has not given them. Yes. We are instituting it as a law because of the word of God that is spoken here. Unto you that is hearing us, you will not mismarry in the name of Jesus. Amen. The grace and power not to mismarry, the Lord will give to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. For God's own project to be fulfilled on earth here, before you can become, I mean, before you can live, because before you can cleave, before you can become one flesh, the foundation is God must be the what? Must be, must be the starter of your marriage. Must be the one that gives you that marriage. Because the woman you are marrying belongs unto God. Mm. The man you are marrying belongs unto God. Mm. So you must ask him from God before he gives you to you and let him give you. Yeah. Do you know, if you meet somebody that you like, and you, and you love, even as individual, you can ask God, Lord, I will be happy if you can give me this person. Hallelujah. If you can give me this woman. Mm-hmm. If I can give me this man. You didn't go to that man or lure him or lure her into or seduce. or seduce her or seduce him. But you go to God first and you ask God about it. Some people in our church, they taught us that when we want to marry and it's good, that teaching is good. When you want to marry, don't go to that person directly. Go to the pastor. Tell pastor what you are having, the mind you are having, you are having toward, towards that lady or towards that man. They will ask you to pray. So, and they will be praying with you. And me. they will be praying with you and they will ask you to pray. In order for you, what are you doing? You want to prepare a new journey with God. Into fulfilling the fine agenda for God himself and for your life. And when we are talking about Fulfilling divine agenda, there are, there are things that the Lord brought you to this world for, which you must fulfill. It is in marriage that they are fulfilled. Yes. So everything that God gives to you as an assignment, as project on earth, as vision, as ministry, cannot be fully fulfilled until you meet your partner. Mm. Your partner in quotes. Hallelujah. Yes. Until you meet the one that God gives to you. Uh-huh. Amen. Your rib- Praise the Lord. Your rib- until you meet her or him. That God gives to you, there is nothing the Lord spoke to you to do. There is no project the Lord gave to you to do that will be fulfilled until mm. you meet Him or her. Mm. And before you can now say, "Okay, God, who gave you that thing to fulfill or not?" Yeah, is the owner of the thing, and is the one who know the best person that will work with you as help meets. as help meets. as God made Eve for Adam specially. By causing even Adam to fall into deep sleep. So before you get into that marriage, you must be sure that it is God that is giving you that marriage. Because if you marry another person's wife, it will be like mm-hmm. ah, hell mm, on earth. Not only hell on earth. Mm-hmm. You are only selling your destiny. Oh. And you are selling that glorious thing that God has given to you unto the devil. Mm. And he will purchase it through your error. It has been with some other, some of us. Hallelujah. But we are, but we are finding mercy again. Because when you, when you don't marry the person that, tally, that God tally about, that, that God brings to you, you don't align with the life and the destiny that God has designed for you. It will be in contrary. And Satan will come in between that. He will come in, he will come in by that and have his things and do his things in you and through you. And that's the reason why, to fulfill divine agenda, that woman must be given to you by God. That man must be given to you by God. The question 
is how did you enter into that marriage? Ask yourself. The marriage that you are in now, how do you enter there? Is it God? By the grace of God, we are going to treat that at the end of, a, at the, end of the message. By the grace of the Lord. Amen in Jesus' name. We may not do that today. We may do that next time when we are meeting. How did you enter into the, into the marriage? Because the way you enter into the marriage, have a volume. Have many things to say about what you are going to come out of to be. Because you can thereby establish your destiny by choosing the partner or sell your destiny. Two things can be done. It's either you sell your destiny through marriage or you, or you do what? You establish it through marriage. That's the reason why, because many of us that got into marriage when we got there, we did not know that we had a, a, a very glorious agenda. And we didn't know we are carrying anything for future. For God in the future. We just entered into the marriage because we thought, well, we have to marry. And we have to be, we have to be living together with somebody. So that we will not be alone. We were thinking that marriage is only made for what? It's only made for companionship. No. Marriage is not for companionship only. It's for fulfilling divine agenda for your life. What God designed your life to be must be fulfilled in marriage. It is a marriage that God, that is fulfilled. Even there are a lot of your things that you want to do in destiny and in life that will be stayed until you do what? Until you marry. It is when you marry that those things about your destiny will be speaking. And it is either it speaks positive or negative. But it is not your choice. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. But now, let us dwell on the three mysteries of living, cleaving, and becoming one flesh. We are still going to talk about the issue of marriage. How do we want to talk? I'm coming, I'm coming. Let's just let's continue this way. Hallelujah. Now, these three mysteries, don't forget about it. Living, cleaving, and becoming one flesh. If any one of these three elements in, in any marriage is missing, there will always be trouble. If the missing, if, if the living is missing, and the cleaving is missing, and becoming one flesh is missing, if any one of them is missing, there will be trouble in marriage. Yeah. Hallelujah. May the Lord pause. Because uh, the only house or tent that has no inlet or outlet is marriage between two believers. It has no inlet or outlet. Why? God is the entrance. God is the foundation. He is supposed to be the entrance. For two believers that are coming together, God must be the entrance. And let me tell you something. It is only when God be the entrance that there will be no room for the devil to do what? To come in. Yes. Because the only house that does not have what? The window or door to, uh, to go out or to come out, to come in, is what? It's marriage. I designed it that way because I said, I thought in my spirit that marriage, when you want to enter it, because it doesn't, it is God that caused you to enter, that is your, that is your thoroughfare for entering to that marriage. Like Jesus Christ said, I am the door of the sheep. By me, if any man enters, he will go in and come out. We find that in the book of uh, John chapter 10. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ said it. It's just like that. Exactly as Jesus said it. He said, I'm what? I am the door eh, of the sheep. I am the door of the sheep. Eh? 
by me. If any man enter, he will find pasture. And he will go in and out. I read verse 9. John 10, 9. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. And he shall go in and out by me. And he shall find pasture by me. Meaning that you don't have physical door for it, for even going into it and coming out of it. The moment it is God, then it has no door. God is the door. So going in into going in into it through God, meaning that you don't have any outlet anymore, except by the same person you do what you enter in. It is then that God. Be, I, I, and now before be, before. before uh, hallelujah. My God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Because the moment you enter there into that marriage by God, God will start building divine destiny he had for you. Mm-hmm. And he will, colorful, he will make it colorful. Mm. Many of us, we are thinking of colorful future, colorful life, and everything we pray about it. It is marriage that fulfills it easily. Mm. Without any without any. Any delay or any, 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 yeah, God bless you. Praise the Lord. It is within marriage that the, the colorful future can be painted. Amen. The colorful future can be painted by God because immediately you enter by God into the marriage, you are entering into your, into that future of yours. The Lord puts in Jesus' name. Oh my God. Recently, I, I, will I say that now? It will take me time, but let me just leave that for that, for, for some time. Praise the Lord. Uh, it's another testimony I want to give. Because, well, oh God, Jesus. Well, I, got it, I saw a vision sometimes last I mean, two weeks ago. Where I was, because uh, I, I entered into a kind of marriage in my first, I mean, my, uh, from youth. The marriage that God has not given unto me. And in fact, it cost me a lot of destiny, lost. A lot of opportunity came. I didn't know that I was a servant of God. It was then I married that the Lord called me. Amen. I didn't know that we'd be a servant of God. Of course, I was a prayer warrior. I was saved. But when I got, when I got married, God got married, God did not stop fulfilling that which he said he wanted to fulfill in my life. He began to give me vision. I saw the vision of being an international evangelist. The Lord sent a messenger to me that said the correct thing, and I found that before God, and it was correct also. But do you know, when the opportunity came to go to, 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 to travel out of the country and to begin to do all these things that God wanted me to do, hallelujah, it was truncated through marriage. Because the person I was having as partner hated the idea, seriously. She was even thinking negative about it. So now, which means that each of us, we are different people together. Everything that God has given to me as an assignment is what he hated. She hated. And I'm not really minding what. Neither am I painting it as if it was not so. I'm telling you what really happened. Amen. And I really suffered. Until even this, when I'm talking, what, I'm talking about, what am I saying? Two weeks ago or so, that I had a vision that I was in a, before, a, before, before powerful what do I call it now? Delegates or emissaries or judge. Amen. They were judging my matter. And I would, they were asking, they were, they were ask, asking me sensi- I mean, what do I call it now? Sensitive questions about, my, about myself. About how I'm, I will make it in life. 
Amen. About my destiny. And I was answering them one by one by God, by His Spirit. Mm-hmm. Amen. All, all, all glory. And why? Because I have had somebody now who is my partner where we were praying together. Do you know what happened? When I was not at, at the place, the same place with her at the time when I was having that dream, not knowing that the Lord has woke her up, woke her up here and asked her to be praying and gave her strong body to be praying about me and for me. She said she has never felt that way before. The anointing came upon her. She was restless. She was even shouting, praying about me. Weeping. With weeping. She said she cannot control herself at all. at all. And whereas that same time and that same day was when I was passing through that, uh, what do I call them? The high mystery law. I mean, what do I call it? Judges. Eh? They, I was in the midst of them. And there were so many. Bringing out this kind of thing. And I was answering with them one by one. One by one. One by one. The last one I answered was this. As they, as they, uh, I faced the judge. The one that, that led all of them. There were so many. I was the only person in the midst that they were accusing and they were asking questions for. And I found myself saying, yes, sir. You are correct at, this, at that point. You have made a correct point in that area. And you have won in this area that you have said. You know what I said? I said, you said that these things that is on me is yours and you own it. Then immediately I saw myself pulling off from my neck another skin that I did not know that I even had. Hmm. Another skin as if there were a layer of skin as if somebody was wearing a mask and he was pulling off the mask. This mask that looked like your skin and everything. That was what I was pulling off. Because I saw, because the Lord gave me a partner that was what? Praying for me at the same time when I was in that, in that dream or vision. In another place. In another place, different from one another. We were not together. The Lord woke her up and asked her to be praying with urgency, with fervency. She prayed, she prayed with weeping, she said. Hallelujah. And one of our daughters that was with us also, the Lord woke her up at that time. And that too was praying as if fire will come down. Both of them. And they did not tell one another. Why? And I was passing through that terrible dream before those great judge. Which means that if I didn't come out there victoriously, maybe that would have ended my life personally. Why? Because when I entered into that marriage from the beginning of my journey in life as youth, it was wrong. Whether the enemy lured me into it or whether they deceived me into it, I do not know. And I will not want to know. All I know is that I've entered into it and the enemy had the chance I was, uh, to, the Lord, rob the, to, to rob me of glorious, glorious progresses that I would have had in life. So that's why we said that it is in the platform of marriage that you, that you are met. It is in the platform of marriage that all the destiny, destiny that your life is designed to be, all things that the Lord wants to do in your life, everything that the Lord will want to do in your life, even if you are living apart before, the Lord give you that vision. Then, be sensible and be careful about who, and be sensitive about the person that you will join together in marriage for, because mm. if you join with the wrong person, that, that destiny will be sold. And it will be bought over by the devil freely without paying cobble, without paying anything. 
That was what happened. For you, for, for you to know that it is now that I had the correct partner that the Lord gave to me directly. Amen. But she was praying for me while I was before those great judges. In dreams. In dream, rather. And those judges, they were, they were so in fact, eloquent. And they were asking, in fact, the question they were asking me was so technical. And I was asking them one by one because somebody was praying somewhere for me. Somebody was restless. My own partner. Now, the Lord wants to, want to heal my, my error in the, first, in the first very marriage. And he gave me somebody that tallied together with me the same vision, the same idea, the same project, whatever, everything about us is just the same. Even before I met her, the Lord showed her to me. Before I buy a matter and gave me the sign of his word until the woman that travels bring forth. When I was asking the Lord about my mar- about my marital prayer in those days. And the Lord, the Lord said that word. When I met her, the Lord spoke to me, that is the family woman I spoke to you of. Because he said the Lord, the Lord asked her also to come and give me everything about her life and ministry and everything that she is. May God help us in Jesus' name. That's the reason why you younger ones. Don't go into marriage without God. You will be selling some vital and oh God, oh God. Ah, God will help us in Jesus' name. There are a lot of things to see in this area. So, so the only house that has no inlet or outlet is marriage between two believers. God being the founder, founder of the marriage, bring the two together and remain at the center while the two men up and reinforce the house for the tents of marriage. Eh? They, 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 they reinforce the, the house or the tent of marriage with God's word by exercising these three elements that we are talking of. The element of living, cleaving, and becoming one flesh. So, even if God made your marriage, it is him, oh, that God gave you that woman. It is it was it's him that God gave that gave you that wife. Then both of you are given the assignment of mending it, mending it up, mending the house, reinforcing it, reinforcing the house by these three elements of living, cleaving, and becoming one flesh. We want to treat it one by one quickly, quickly. Hallelujah. Now, number one, living. This living, A, it indicates public declaration of individual intention to come together, living papa, mama, siblings, friends, and all other issues or things that can be considered to be detrimental to the new desire to be together. Hallelujah. Maybe you understand what I mean. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. So living indicates, A, it indicates, I read it again, it indicates public declaration of individuals, individuals' intention to come together, living papa, living mama, siblings, friends, and all other issues and things considered to be detrimental to the new desire of yours to be together. With that person, you leave them. You leave Papa, not only Papa, not only Mama, 
you leave it will sibling, those people that you cannot part with, that have become part of your life before you go into marriage, you must leave them, of course. Amen. You must abandon them. As newborn baby cannot grow, Sorry, don't, don't abandon them. I'm very sorry. God, thank you, my dear. Hallelujah. You leave them. So Amen. visit them as visitors. Amen. They are visitors on Hallelujah. They become visitors to you, to your home. Yeah. Amen. You see, a newborn baby cannot grow and develop unless the umbilical cord is caught. So it's living to success of marriage. Yeah. Amen. A newborn baby cannot grow and develop unless the umbilical cord is caught. So it's living to a successful marriage. It is when the living takes place correctly. If you are still uh, embracing your mother, you can't part with her, or you can't part with your dad, and all these kind of friends that you have, even if you have your business, and you can't part with that business, you can't marry. If you can't leave, suppose you have established yourself in a trade before you get into marriage, and you have established yourself in that in another city where you have to travel and leave that city to join you with your husband or to join with your wife somewhere where she is or where where, where is going is she's taking is taking you then if you are if you want living to take place you must leave that business even whatever success you have made in that business in order to come together because as you are coming together that is the home that is the marriage where even the destiny of yours will be married together with his and it will multiply and boost for success. It is when living, when living is in place that all can happen. Living also indicates legalizing marriage publicly and involving the endorsement of parents, church, and governments. Amen. Living also indicates legalizing marriage publicly, and involving the endorsement of parents, church, and government. The Lord bless you. I think you understand all that. Mm-hmm. So, now, when you are getting married, you go to court marriage, you, have, you do go to court marriage, or you go to church, or whatever, you are only indicating that I want to start a new journey in my life with this fellow, and I want to legalize it. I want to make it real. What is supposed to be so that is that is living. So if all those things has not been taking has not taken place in any marriage, it's not complete. Mm-hmm. If you jump friends into your marriage, you will jump friends out. Yes. If you if you if you if you if you break friends <laughs> and enter into that marriage, yeah, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Number C, C it indicates that. It, it, it indicates total commitment and readiness to begin a new journey of life together. Amen. It, you, it does what? It living indicates total commitment and readiness to bring a new journey, to begin a new journey of life together. That is living. So when you are living, you thought it upon yourself that I can't work this alone and I want to work with this person I want to journey with him or her, and then you indicated it. You indicate it. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. That is living. So remember that the Bible said Jesus Christ taught us, he said, eh, for this purpose, the man must leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife. And the twin 
shall become one flesh. We are treating these three elements. Living, cleaving, and becoming one flesh. Now, we're going to go to number two now. Cleaving. Hallelujah. It is when living takes place that cleaving can be established. It is when living takes place that cleaving can be established. If If they are not being living, cleaving cannot take place. Many of us, we see, allow uh, those that are supposed to be stranger to our home, we see allow them as, as what? As, a, as a, the member of the house. Mm-hmm. And whereas you and your husband is only the member of the house. And you and your wife, even, even the children are still, they are, they are like still stranger. Yes. They are visitors in your house. As husband and wife, because they will soon leave you when they get old. And cleave to, 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 and cleave to their own husband and wife. So if you have leave your if you have done the left, the living, then the cleaving will be successful. Yeah. If there is clean living, then correct cleaving will be what? Will be established. Remember? You understand those English? Yeah. If there is clean living, then correct cleaving will be established. Living and cleaving interwoves in a sense. You can't really you can't really live until you have left. You can't really cleave until you have left. And you can't really live until you have cleave enough. Because it is when you cleave to your husband that all those that you can't leave, that is difficult for you to leave, will be left. Amen. Hallelujah. Will be left successfully. So, if you are still embracing those things that you really loved, you really don't don't want to part with, even your business that you so much loved, and you don't want to part with that business, that money that you're earning there, because of marriage, you say, no, 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 I I will just be new. Yes, God bless you. Cleaving. Cleaving. In marriage. Yes, God bless you. Catherine. Yes, hallelujah. Amen in Jesus' name. So, God be the glory in Jesus' name. So now, so when you cleave, God will do something during the time of cleaving, because already you have you have done you have done what you have left all those you have all those things you have you have to leave for your husband for your for your wife that you are married to come together and to stick together. Hallelujah! God will do something when you are cleaving. God will now now see, will now see that you have abandoned yourself to the person that He has given unto you to live together with Him forever. Then there will be a grace that will will be poured on you. You will not know how that grace come because you have it has happened to me before. Amen. When 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 the Lord when the Lord ask uh, um, uh, my deceased wife who went to be with the Lord, huh? When we met, she left everything that she she was doing. She was so rich, a child, I mean, a, a, a princess for that matter, a princess of, of the king of the, of the land, eh? whom the Lord gave to me. She was a good, glorious evangelist, powerful evangelist. And but she was in a thriving business, very thriving business. Have, she had many, what do you call it, what do you call it now, workers with, him, with her. You know, I live far off, not in the northern side of my country. She was living in the south. She abandoned everything and followed me there. So when there is cleaving, 
When there is cleaving, when there is living, there will be cleaving. So she left all those things and we cleave together there. Do you know there was a time I was going to, after we were living together, I was given an assignment to go to one deep north, northern part of the country again. Hallelujah. That is even far, far away from where I was because my, my country is a very large country. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As I went there, you know, she was sick at that time when I, we were preparing to go because the Lord had spoken to us to go. My wife prayed with me and counseled me that, that yeah, don't let this, my sickness stop you from fulfilling what God has asked you to go and do. If I can't go with you, why don't you go? The time is going. You know, the Lord gave us time. She, she was the one who, wake, who woke me up. And I went thereafter, after it, and because of the, this cancer. And I got there in that land. I was doing the assignment the Lord gave to me. In one of the assignments, I saw her in vision, being with me as if we were together in that place. I didn't know that. But, oh, God. So, I saw her there with me, spiritually. And we fulfilled something together there. That's a mystery. Why? Because she understands the gospel that I, that I received. Amen. She knew who I am. And she too, she's in the same thing. She's, a, she's an evangelist also. So, our life did not contradict, don't contradict one another. And the Lord successfully took my woman home and the Lord himself had to visit me to console me. Jesus Christ, my Lord, visited me with an angel to console me and tell me that I have been a, I am not a successful husband before them in heaven because I have presented a woman to them in heaven. Oh my God. And the moment Jesus Christ finished everything that he said to me, because I can't say all that here now, the joy of heaven, the same joy of heaven flew upon my heart and it lingered for weeks. Confirming the fact that my wife really met Christ. Hallelujah. That is success in marriage. Because we entered by God. We entered by God. And now when I remarried, the Lord gave me another woman that was, <laughs> I'm a successful person. Who, clap for Jesus for me. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> thank God. Thank God for you, Catherine. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. So, the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ won another woman for me because I had made success in marriage. In fact, one of the, one of the words that the Lord spoke to me to console me was speaking to that angel, was that he was facing that angel. I was in the middle of both of them. He said, she has now presented a wife. She, he has now presented a, a woman to us in heaven. And the woman is with us now in heaven. Huh? You see, we will now give him a marriage, a home controlled by our spirit. Amen. And every sin that he has ever committed in marriage before has been forgiven him. And will still be forgiven. Oh my God. And from that time, the way I met this one, that I'm looking at her face right now, with a glass upon her on her face. In fact, hallelujah. God bless you, Katri. Now, amen. The way I met her also was purely by God. And everything about us was God, 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 God. And that was the reason why we are meeting you in this kind of teaching. We were successful in marriage. And we, you to you will succeed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. You will succeed by the blood of the Lamb in the name of Jesus. What is cleaving? Cleaving is equal to sticking together or being glued together without any gap in between. 
sticking together, being glued together. Like, for instance, if you, if you glue papers together, do you, can you separate them easily? Amen. When we are talking about cleaving, you are cleaving because God was the foundation of the marriage. When you are following that man or following that woman, you are doing as if you are following God. Amen. It's not that woman that you are really following. Not that woman. But, or not that man. Because when God sees that, that both of you, you are following him, he will make your cleaving to be easy. It will be easier for you to cleave with your husband. It will be easier for you to cleave with your, cleave with your wife. Because God is still the what? The, what do I call it? The blacksmith. The maker of marriage. The molder of marriage. The initiator. Is still, is still the initiator. is the one that still molds it. Molds it. It's the one that still maintains it. Hallelujah. When a marriage is made by God, divorce is extremely impossible. I tell you, divorce will be extremely impossible if marriage is made by God. It is like trying to separate two glued paper together. How will it look like? It will, be, it will look ugly. And it, it will tantamount to destroying. Eh? To destroying the paper. Hallelujah. And so, which means also, if you are trying to separate the two that is turned together, hear what, what Jesus Christ said in that Matthew chapter 19. He said, Why, wherefore, what man, what whatsoever God has done together, let no man do what? Put asunder. It is only those that are done, joined together by God that cannot be put together, that cannot be separated. So, when it is God that makes you to cleave together, then it will be impossible. Separation will not be the question because God will be there with you. So, another word for cleaving is to love. To cleave is to do what? Is to love. Amen. To cleave is to do what? Is to love. Uh, now, to cleave, when we are talking about love, we are talking about this cleaving to tie your souls together, which, we, which I call holy soul tie. There will be holy soul tie between both of you. And this operation is only, lo- is only by God. To love, to cleave is to love. To cleave is to do what? To love. And when we are talking about love, when you're, when you're cleaving together, is, I mean, spur love between both of you. It makes your souls to be knitted together with one another. To be joined together with one another. This one is void of lust. You are, you are not lusting after her or after him because genuine love takes time to grow. Because when you are coming together, there may be differences between both of you. We are going to treat that one on the, on the issue of uh, becoming one flesh. Hallelujah. So when the love is in the heart, it's on the heart, it is manufactured by God. Because God himself is what? is love. When God sees that you have le- he was the one who, enter- who you entered through into that marriage, he will manage it by himself. Yes. He will give you the love, his own kind of love. That we, that we holily, holily join your souls together with one another. And God will be breathing in between this, in that, in that love. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. There will be love in the heart. And it will be by the operation of God. Because the love that cleaves is a mature love. 
The love that cleaves is a mature love. The Lord is in Jesus' name. We see the example of uh, uh, Jacob's love to Rachel. In the book of Genesis chapter 29, verse 18 to 30, we may not be able to read everything. Jacob's love, love, I mean, Rachel, but he paid the price of that love. Mm. Eh? Because he cleaved unto, unto her. The day that he met her, she, he, has, he cleaved unto that, man, unto that woman. You go and read it. Okay, let's read some, some of it in the book of Genesis 29, verse 18 to 30. Genesis 29, 18 to 30. Genesis 29. Are you opening your scripture there? Catherine? God bless you. Genesis 29, 18 to 30. Okay, read for me there. And Jacob loved Rachel. Yeah. And said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. Mm -hmm. Nine, 19. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Another man, Abide with me. 20. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed unto him but a few days wow. for the love he had to her. Can you see? 21. And Jacob said unto Laban, give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. 22. You can, uh, you, can, you can jump to um, um, where she served another seven years. Hmm? Okay. All right. Praise the Lord. I didn't mark it here, of course. Maybe you can help me check it because of our time. Hmm. Okay. Let's go to 28. 28. All right. And Jacob did so. Did so and fulfilled her week. Let me start from 27. Okay. 27. Okay. Fufi, uh, 26. And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. 27. Fufi her week, and will give thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve with me yet seven other years. Mm -hmm. 28. And Jacob did so. And wonderful. He did so. And fulfilled her week, and he gave him Rachel. His daughter to wife also. 29. And Labor gave to Rachel his daughter, Beha, his handmaid to be her maid. Hallelujah. Can you see that? He loved Rachel. I mean, Jacob loved Rachel. And paid the price for it because he claved unto her. He had soul tie with her. Hallelujah. Ah, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, you can come in. All right, all right. We are joining you with it. Hallelujah. God bless you. We have sent you an invite. Mommy, God bless you. <laughs> like him, God bless you. You can come in. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Glory, glory, glory. Talking about living. We have talked about living. We have talked about cleaving. And we have talked about. And we talk about the becoming one flesh. But now, we are talking about cleaving. We said that a love that cleaves is a matured love. Like that of Jacob that we are reading here. It's unconditional. When he was asked to serve seven years to be given Rachel, he served. The Bible said it was like few weeks. 
unto her, unto him, because of the love that he had. He slave unto him, unto her. Praise the Lord. Do you know that was the secret of the success of Jacob that he called Israel? Because he had it correct in marriage. That was how marriage, correct marriage, helped Joseph to do what? To feed destiny. We are being blessed by Jacob's family now. Why? Because Jacob followed divine principle of cleaving. He cleaved unto his wife. The Lord helps in Jesus' name. See, you see, when there is cleaving, there is this holy breath of God that brings divine empowerment to the marriage. It encourages each each yeah, individual I think it's so good. to do better. That uh, verse to go extra. Where I, where was it? When verse, your husband um, find love through cleaving from the woman, God and the man find love through cleaving to the man, it encourages one another. It propels progress. Each one of them will come in time for one purpose and for one thing, and they will agree together and, and they will achieve it. That is the that is the essence of cleaving. So when leaving is has taken place and cleaving also, amen. And cleaving also, amen, is there, then God will continue to operate and work. Amen. The grace of the Lord to continue with the day. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. God Himself. We have a way of walking through that kind of marriage because there is correct elements. The three elements. The living is there. The cleaving is there. Amen. The Lord us in Jesus' name. And when we are talking about this genuine love, it is like even the, John, the love that happened between Jonathan and David to fulfill divine purpose. Because I mean, Jonathan, Jonathan was supposed to be the what? The next king. And the heir of the throne. But the Lord operated love between Jonathan and, and David. He put the heart, the love of Jonathan and the love of David into the heart of Jonathan. Which means that God can use the instrument of love to progress you. He can use the instrument of love between both of you to build generations. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. When you both of you have come together, you are dwelling together with peace and with love. God will come in there and begin to do his operation and work. Mm-hmm. That was what transpired between Jonathan and David. Praise the Lord. God was between them. First Samuel 18, 1 to 3. Hallelujah. First Samuel, First Samuel 18, 1 to 3. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the cleaving that has tone of genuine love, correct love. And he paid for it also. Jonathan also paid for it. So, which means every genuine love, uh, he, you, 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 you recognize it through sacrifice. Because genuine love gives. If you genuinely love your wife or your husband, if your husband became, you have a kind of challenges that others were running away from her or him, you will embrace her because it's your own. You embrace him. Because she's your own, is your own. So you will love her. Even for whatever mess that is into. And that is how God will begin to operate his own thing between among you. You will defeat your enemy by that. You, you, will, you, you will downgrade the enemy in your life and in your home. And you cause Satan that has been the 
arch enemy of home to be defeated and to be disgraced out of your family. Because he has found the thing that cannot be found in hell, that is love. Can love be found in hell? No way. And if love is found in your family, and you so much love to the extent that you can carry the burden of one another, according to what the Bible said in the book of Ephesians, hallelujah, to God be the glory. The book of Ephesians says it. He said, carry one another, not that's body. Nobody should take in, in something of himself as if it is his own. You own it together. You own the problem together. You own the blessing together. You own the challenges together. Amen. We are coming to that issue on the, on the, on the issue of uh, uh, becoming one flesh. Amen in Jesus' name. Okay, read, uh, what, what, you said one to read Paul Samuel 18, 1 to 3. Jonathan. Okay. Yes, read. Paul Samuel yeah. 18. Yeah. I came to, pass came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul. Yeah. That the soul of Jonathan was neat. It was neat. It was neat. With the soul of David. Of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Can't, that is it. Two. Mm-hmm. And Saul took him all. Okay, that's okay. okay. Because of our time, Ma. Look, look at the price paid the price, by Jonathan. The, the price paid. Verse yes, 4. And Jonathan stripped himself of the rope that was upon him mm-hmm. and gave it to David and his garments, mm-hmm. even to his sword. Mm-hmm. And to his bow, yeah. bow, and to his guard, everything that could have made him help. Yes, he gave unto him everything that he was robed in that makes him a prince, that makes him the heir of the throne. He 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 off he off he off it and put it on David. Mm-hmm. That is love. God can, because of love between you together, make both of you to get to the throne where you where where, you, where your destiny desire. It is the love of husband or the love of wife to the, to the husband that works wonder, that works progress, that works achievements, that works prosperity in the family. Fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. You see, when you are looking for children in your wife, your family, your family, go and apply the medicine of love. You will see how it works. Unconditional one. That is it. Not loving because of anything, yes. but because you are just loving. Hallelujah. God bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's not finally read on that issue. Let's read Song of Solomon chapter 8, verse 6 to 7. To talk about that kind of love that we are talking of that must be happening in the family. Song of Solomon chapter 8, verse 6 to 7. You find it there, you can help me read. Songs of Solomon's 8. Six to seven. Are you there? Now I read it here. He said, Set me as a seal upon thine heart, as a seal upon thine hand, for love is strong as death. Jealousy is cruel as the grave. The coals thereof are coals of fire, which at a most vehement vehement flame. Many waters cannot quench love. Neither can the flood drown it. If a man will give all his, all the substance of his house for love, it will utterly be contempt. You know the meaning of that? If love is so deep, it's so deep, it cannot be bought with money. If you so much love somebody, you will love him with all your heart, it will be void of, it will be void of jealousy. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, God bless you. Amen in Jesus' name. 
you, 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 you see, when somebody offer love for, offer you money in order to give up that kind of love, your new love will refuse. Mm. It will be contempt. No material things, no material things can convince. Converted. Yes. To, to, and, to. and what makes homes this day to be to scatter is because of ingenuity. Mm-hmm. Ingenuineness in love. Hallelujah. When love is genuine, what happened? Amen. Yes. Even if money is 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 used to do to do what to 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 buy that love over, it won't it will fail. So that's what the Bible is saying. He said, "Love is what set me as a seal upon thine heart, as a seal upon thine arm, for love is strong as death. Love is strong as death. Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? Love is strong as death. <laughs> Jealousy is cruel as the as the grave." The cold thereof are coals of fire. And these are the kind of love that Jesus had for us. Love that gives. Love that offers himself. And he gave himself freely to us. To die. To, to, to suffer. And to fall for our sakes. And excuse me. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. That kind of love takes the initiative to give. And to give sacrificially. Look at Jonathan. Look at Ruth. Look at Jesus. Yeah. So that is love. That is genuine love to know. So by the grace of the Lord, next week we are going to do some six, six tests of love to know whether you really love your wife or your husband. By the grace of God. I know you'll be with us next week. Mm-hmm. Six tests of six tests of love. To really know who you are in that marriage. Mm-hmm. To really know your status. So that we really know that God is living among you and is dwelling with you there. Amen, the Lord Apostle. Now, let's go to the last one. One flesh. Becoming one flesh. I will have dwelled much on the issue of love, but we have spoken enough a little there because of our time. Just let us be rounding up by going to the last, the last, what, the last lap. One flesh. Becoming one flesh. Remember, we are treating the three elements that Jesus pointed to us. For this purpose, shall a man leave his father and mother and, and cleave unto her unto his wife. And the two two shall shall become become one flesh. And we have told you that the mathematics marital mathematics of the Lord is one plus one, making one. And when both of them are one in love, in unity, in living, in cleaving, then it is now that they become one plus one with God. And then their oneness will be multiplied by that of God. Amen. And prosperity, fruitfulness, Abundance that God possesses, that the covenant of God carries, we begin to flow in the family. Fruitfulness will be there. Prosperity will be there. Hallelujah. And our partner, we are progressing. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Lord is taking us through journey of successes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. One flesh means more than just the physical union. It means more than just the physical union. It means that the two are sharing uh, what they have together. And they, they, they are sharing, let me tell you, I'm, I, I'm reading what I, read, what I wrote here. They are sharing and they have, and they, what they have together, their bodies they are sharing together. Hmm? Their material possessions they are, carrying, they are, they are sharing together. Huh? Thinking, feelings, joy, suffering, Hopes, fears, success, and even failures. Mm. 
They are sharing together. No secret. No secret for openness. anything. There is openness. There is no wearing mask. Mm. There is no hid. There is no. There is no hiding for for anything. Mm. One day the Lord spoke to he spoke to my to my to, to my darling here. He said, "Don't keep secret. Don't don't, keep, I, secret. don't keep anything secret for him." He, the Lord scolded her for keeping something secret for me. The Lord scolded and she she ran to me and spoke to me about those about those things. Was it not? Yeah, you know here. I'm here. <laughs> Say, don't keep anything. Don't keep any secret uh, from him. Amen. That is the reason why the kingdom of darkness is being conquered, be it in the yeah. air or in the sea, yeah. and we are making progress. Yeah. So I was not counting it and uh, keeping some things. Never you do that again. Be totally open. Let there be nothing that you cannot tell him. Hallelujah. And that is the secret of our success. Amen. <laughs> She ran to me, she spoke to me about those things the Lord has cut with me. Want her, want her to reveal to me. And she revealed it. No wonder. Oh my God. You will hear great good things from us soon. In the name of that Jesus. is glorious, more glorious than this. Yes. Amen, Jesus' name. And we will hear from you also Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You give us testimony Amen. of the great things the Lord will begin to do in your family in the name of if Jesus. If you're single, Hallelujah. you will not you will not mismarry. Amen, Jesus. You have glorious Amen. Amen. If Amen. you're married and you allow God, everything will be amended. Okay, Catherine is single, the Lord will give you your holy Amen. Jesus. Name. The Lord bless you in the name of Amen. Jesus. You will not mismarry because of this message you are hearing. In the name of because Jesus. we are ministering to you under divine covenant. In the name so of we are taking you to the covenant of success in marriage. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Wrong man will not come your way. No. And you will not look for him and find him. Mm-hmm. No. In the name of no, Jesus. No. The right one will come to you yeah. and will locate you yeah. and you will have yourself together. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. You will live together in joy and peace. In Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And progress and prosperity. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. So two becoming one is a mystery. Mm. They share together what they are and what they have. Mm. They share together what, what, what they are and what they have. No hiding of anything. But only what they do is that they have only one thing in common. They share their joy together. The wife and the husband will not say, okay, this one is a mess. Let me not tell my husband. No, 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 no. Tell her the mess. And tell him the mess. Let him carry it if he's a genuine lover. He will not rebuke you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If it's his Lord who gave him, who gave her to you or who gave him to you, he will embrace your, 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 your mess. Yes, yes. He will collect your mess and make, make it his own. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. There was a time my wife did something. I was asking questions from the Lord. I said, Lord, can a woman that is so anointed, a pastor of a, a, pastor of a church, can she, can she still do this kind of thing? <laughs> the Lord spoke to me. He said, don't trust anybody because I didn't trust you too. But pray for her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Mm. When the Lord said he didn't trust me, I say what? <laughs> so until we reach heaven, nobody nobody is trusted. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. Yeah, all this will help us. All this will, will help us in Jesus' name. We make it in the at the end in Jesus' mighty name. So to becoming one flesh is a mystery. The mystery. What? Why is it a mystery? It's a mystery that makes the two different genders, from different background, trainings, brought ups, beliefs, opinions, mm. huh? experiences. Fuse them together and blend them together. 
Huh? Into one mind. Into one mind. One spirit. Hallelujah. Because that is becoming one flesh. Mm. And he's talking about also this flesh of yours. The weakness in the flesh that your spouse is having. The weakness in the flesh that, you're, that I am having is being managed by my wife. By my husband. Hallelujah. The, the, the wife's strength. Yes. Where she's weak. Yeah. Is in the man. Yes. And the man's weak uh, strength. I mean, what am I saying? Yes. The man's weakness is in the wife's strength. So yes. They are complementing each other. That is it. That's each it. other's confident. Each other's companion. Hallelujah. No secret. Managing each other are happy together. Amen. To 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 chase ten thousand. For the Lord. Hallelujah. And plus God, billions. Mm-hmm. I love that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Plus millions, the chase. Millions. Mm. Wow. Billions. Billions even. Hallelujah. Because, <laughs> amen. So, it's a mystery to becoming one flesh. Look, talk, talk, talk about this. Flesh, he's talking about flesh. Mm-hmm. Meaning that each of you, that, it is, that you are being blended together, you have your own temperaments. Yeah. Different from one another. Yeah. That is talking about your fleshly character. Mm. The way you, 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 respond, you, you to respond to matters in the flesh. Yes, emotions. We are not talking about the spirit now. No. We are talking about the, 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 the he's talking, you see, he becoming one flesh, one flesh, not, be, not one spirit now. Mm. He's talking, which means that both of you should be able to manage your weakness in the flesh together mm-hmm. without shouting out and telling somebody else to come and help you. Mm-hmm. Like we used to say in this ministry, that every problem in the marriage can be, will be solved also by the, by the marriage itself. Yes. It is within the same home yes. that the solution will come. Yes. If one of you can surrender yourself and submit yourself unto God as the instrument to be used by the Lord yeah. for the correction of all the errors in the family. The Lord, bless, the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, now, it's a, it's a mystery. We are landing up by the grace of the Lord. Two becoming one flesh is a mystery. The mystery that makes the two different genders. Different gender. Female, male and female. Remember the Bible said, and male and female created he them. Male and female, he made them. So, the male is coming with the female, blending together their weaknesses, their characters, their background, their trainings, their brought-ups, their beliefs, their opinion, fusing the same together to form a force. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To conquer and win one another. Mm-hmm. So when my wife or my husband is behaving something, acting something that I know this is carnality or whatever, you see my own problem. Yeah. To take her as she is. And to take him as he is. Or present him at the not, throne of God. And present him to the throne of the, the Lord. Or to to redress. Conquering him. Mm. Hallelujah. And when I conquer my wife's weakness, and he conquer my weakness, I conquer him, he conquered me. Then it will form a formidable force Jeez. against the atrocity of the same flesh. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and the weak nature of the flesh. Mm. Because when the flesh is speaking too much, and the other is spiritual enough, to understand that this is the work of the flesh. It's not my wife that is behaving, misbehaving. It is the devil in the flesh. Then I arrest the devil in the life of my wife. Mm-hmm. I arrest the devil in the life of my husband. Mm-hmm. Amen in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. The Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Something glorious, beautiful happened this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. She's hustling, slapping. Amen in Jesus' name. I said a word. I didn't know that my wife was passing through a kind of 
spiritual, what do I call, do I call it now? Challenge. Uh, challenge. Or challenge. Or challenge. And I just joined her when she was praying in the night. Join her at 12, 12 a.m. 12 a.m. Join her to, to pray with her. And I said, let us sing. Let's pray. And she was, she was just, she's not follow, following. She's sleeping. And I was, what's, her, what's happening to you? Am I going to, let me go and sleep again. No. And that same word just annoyed her. I know her. And I was a soldier. I'm a soldier. I've been a soldier in my word and everything. Not knowing that the word that I spoke has hurt her. Abba. Hallelujah. We drag it. I, di- I said no. I didn't say anything wrong there. I didn't say anything wrong there. We drag it. After praying successfully, we have prayed. After the prayer, she came back to the matter that this is what you said that annoyed me. I said I didn't say anything wrong there. Did I? She was still maintaining that I was wrong. And I was maintaining I did not wrong. I'm only asking you to wake up so that we will pray. How will I ask you to? <laughs> so when she when it got to a time, we drag it till morning and then I, I was sad. She left to pray. Okay, she left to pray to hand me over to God about the matter. Do you know, it was one quiet time like this when we were speaking again. The Lord, she, she raised up the matter again in the morning. And the Lord said, she's right. Okay. I said, how? How was she right? She quoted a scripture. She said, when, when Peter and uh, all the disciples abandoned the ministry that God gave to Jesus gave to them, when Jesus had departed from them, and they fish. went to fish. I said, when, when Peter came, and when Jesus Christ came to them, he did not scold them. He only invited them to come and do what? To come and, and eat. To come and die. He didn't, he didn't shout at them and say, look, look, look. You are leaving the work. You are leaving what I give to you. And what you are... I left my glory for. <laughs> uh-huh. What I suffered for. What I, what, what? You left it? You left it. He didn't shout on them. And that fish they were looking for, they didn't find it. The fish they were looking he for. He even provided the fish. He... Despite the fact they were hurting him. Uh-huh. His heart was bleeding. Uh-huh. He provided them the food. <laughs> and as they were eating, he talked to the leader. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He talked to the leader. Gently. The, gently said, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? When my wife quoted that one, I heard unto that. I said, what? I was wrong. And the Holy Spirit endorsed it also. He said, she's right. I said, I'm sorry. I didn't know that I've hurted you. With what I just said the other time. So, I've been, too much, I've been a too much soldier. Huh? Abba. Sorry. And that is how we said to it. And she said in her eyes, she too was comforted. And she was happy. Hallelujah. That morning. That's what we are saying. We are managing one's weakness together. Anything that is done in the flesh, we didn't we didn't pose ourselves as, as enemy. He said, "You are the one that is wrong." How is that? How is that? How is that? Amen. Yes, we manage one another, and that is when we can form formidable force against what against Satan in them that mm-hmm. normally works in the flesh, and he will not be able to have his way mm-hmm. in yeah. our homes. The Lord bless you in the name mm-hmm. of Jesus. This is this is the lesson for today. By the grace of the Lord, we are going to continue next week. By his grace. And I know that you are blessed today. Hallelujah. If you have any question, you can send it to us on our WhatsApp. Uh, by the grace of the Lord, we will answer you. If there is anything you want us to raise, you usually want us to raise next week on this seminar as a question because every seminar is a teaching time. So, and questions can arise. Hallelujah. So, the time for next week is 3 p.m. on Saturday when we will continue. Then you can still meet us on Monday for systematic teaching of the Word of God. The Lord bless you. And the, the contact of God, of course, God bless you. The contact is plus two three four eight zero 
Even if you go to Be Fruitful Family Foundation, you will see all our numbers there. Sorry, BeFruitfulFamily.podme.com. Just scroll down, you will see all our numbers there. You will see all our, all our contacts there. BeFruitfulFamily.podme.com. When you touch the logo, all the past messages will be revealed. Yes. Then you find whatever you want to find out. Yes, and God bless you. And then this message and the previous one could be assessed also. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. So whatever question you have, just visit BeFruitfulFamily.podme.com. Just check our contact there. You can send questions to us. We will answer you. Then put your name and say from Podbean. So we know that you are from uh, one of our, this, our broadcast. The Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Dear pray. Dear my dear pray. Yeah. Father, thank you for today. Yes, Lord, we thank you. We appreciate you. Hallelujah. You are the initiator of marriage. Yes. You want the singles to make a success of the marriage. Yes. You want the married to make amends of those that are wrong. Mm -hmm. You want those that are successful to continue in their success in marriage. Because you're a loving God. We appreciate you for your graciousness. That is exalted in Jesus' name. Oh Lord, everything said today, be backed up by the Holy Spirit. To do something spectacular, Mm. something mysterious, Mm. something wonderful. In every single life, in every married life, even the riotous marriages, such that the marriage be what you want marriage to be in the mighty name of Jesus. And when marriage is what you want it to be, then there will be fruitfulness, progress, and your purpose will come to pass. In fact, the reason why you initiated marriage will come to pass. And you shall have the kingdom on earth as you have that of heaven. And then your purpose for marriage is established. That is exalted for the message. Whatever challenges everyone is having as singles, as riotous marriages or partners, or as successful marriages, because there's no one without challenge. Lord, because of the power in the world, because of the name Jesus, everything is resolved in the blood, Mm. in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, over unto you. The wives have spoken. It is the wife and the spirit that say come. What we can do as unprofitable servants we have done, that which is our job to do. But for you, thank you because you give the world wings. Thank you because you use the word to bless single lives. Amen. Use the word to, bring, uh, to bless families. Amen. Peaceful or peaceful. And nations shall thereby be established. Amen. Because when the individual marriage is as God wants it to be, yeah. then there will be peace Amen. in every community Amen. and in the nation at large. Amen. Thank you, Daddy, for the word sent. Into the here. And because the Holy Spirit is backing it up, yes. the knowledge of the Lord shall fill the whole earth, but the reason the of the Holy Spirit as the water covers the sea, mm. such that nobody will tell the other what to do in marriage. Mm. The single will know what to do. Mm. The outdoors marriage will know what to do. Mm. And the peaceful marriage will know what to do. Yes. And as the knowledge covers the world, everything shall be settled Amen. all over the world. Amen. To your glory, for the benefit of mankind. To our blessing too. Amen. We, we praise you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you there. We pray the Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So meet us again on Monday by um, 4.30. p.m. 4:30 Nigerian, Nigerian time. The Lord bless you. That's where we have systematic teaching on the word of the Lord. The Lord bless you, Kitchen. You are with us throughout. The Lord bless you. I pray you will not miss Mary. Hey.
The person who's rib you are will locate you. <laughs> Amen. By the by the ordering of the Lord. Yeah. And by the intervention of the Holy Spirit. God bless me. In Jesus' name. Mommy. God bless you. That is your name on Paul Bean. God bless you. So interesting. Mommy. It's a interesting name there. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you then. Um, 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 where's Kate? No, 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 no. Dominic. The Lord bless you. Amen. Edna Frimpong. Bless God bless you. you for entering the studio. Yes, 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 yes. Frida, the Lord bless you. You like the show, the Lord bless you. Any one of you that is following us, just follow us and like us. And then this one, we encourage us us to also. The Lord bless you. In the name as of many Jesus. as will visit yes. our website and download. Yes. Listen to our messages. God bless you too. So just click on BeFruitfulFamily.Podbean.com. Just type it on your WhatsApp, I mean on your browser. It will take you to our site. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless Paul you. and Grace be See, blessed and remain blessed. We are blessed also in Jesus' name. Amen. As we are blessed, we are blessed too. Amen. Bye for now. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Love you. Love you. Amen. Amen.